So we have a tremendous opportunity today to meet with the mayor of Trenton, Mr. Gussiera. Thank you for taking the time to meet with us today. Glad to be here. I'm glad that you could uh, come along and uh, see a demolition project in the works. So before we sat down today, we had the opportunity to go to a project in an area. Would you speak a little bit to that? Well, Sanford Street is in our North Ward, which is probably the most economically challenged uh, neighborhood. Um, there are 28 houses that have been abandoned and um, they, they can't even be saved. They're, they're just uh, years and years of, of neglect and abandonment. Bricks have been falling out. There's asbestos and um, uh, lead paint. Uh, so we're taking down tw ultimately 28 houses uh, so that we can create new affordable housing options, single homes um, that we can offer residents. I thought it was just amazing. Just the energy there with the people from the area. And I had the opportunity to speak with one gentleman who had grown up on that street, who said 20 years ago, it was a completely different street. Yeah, it was a, it was a nice uh, uh, neighborhood. Even our former mayor lived there. Uh, uh, president of our African-American Chamber of Commerce grew up there as well. Um, we have members of our street teams uh, that live there. Uh, so people have fond memories, but they collapsed probably about uh, 20 years ago. 20 plus years ago, um, where just became neglected properties and um, uh, a lot of uh, crime happened there. And so more and more people uh, escaped that neighborhood. Yeah, I mean, people are really going to have to take a look at some of the footage we put out here showing the project that's going on. It's really tremendous. Uh, and you could just tell the feeling in the air was one of happiness and we're moving in the right direction with everything. Yeah, this was something that uh, I worked on uh, in my first campaign in 2018. I looked at the deplorable conditions uh, in the North Ward and said that we had to make monumental change, change the landscape, and not gentrification, but to um, replace uh, abandoned housing stock with affordable housing options so that we can have home ownership mm -hmm. and uh, people can take pride in their neighborhood. Yeah, and it's, it just all feels like it's moving in the right direction. It's really, uh, it was impressive to see today. And thank you again for having us be part of that. So when we look at the course of the next three years, I know you were reelected in November of 2022. Next three years, Mr. Mayor, what are the things that we really want to focus on in this wonderful town of Trenton? Well, I think uh, at uh, the foremost that um, everyone is focused on is, is uh, uh, keeping the crime down, public safety, um, we're bringing in 31 new uh, police officers this year, um, and um, we have to, on the one hand, uh, and, and increase uh, safety and, and increase police. Mm -hmm. We also have to offer uh, people a lot more hope than, uh, than uh, uh, recognizing that there's a lack of jobs and a lack of economic opportunity for many people in the neighborhoods. Uh, so we're working on that with, uh, with trying to bring developers in um, and trying to create apprenticeships uh, as I know you had a conversation with the council president, um, but to uh, give a lot of the young kids a step up in construction jobs and, and uh, how to purchase property and, and how to maintain property. Uh, so uh, we're going to do it on all fronts and, and try to have holistic change in the North Ward. You know, to me, it all starts with education, whether or not it's home ownership or financial literacy. It's learning a trade 
so you better the community. People can better themselves and really fix a systemic problem. Yes. And in, in teaching these young people from day one, hey, there's opportunity out there. This is the path that you go down. This is how you build it. This is how you grow your life. A lot of, uh, a lot of uh, kids, they grow up in, um, in, uh, in a challenged uh, family settings. We have uh, single parents. Sometimes we have no parents. And uh, it is trying to instill hope and opportunity uh, for a lot of our youngsters so that they can grow up, stick with school, um, learn a trade uh, if they're not going to go off to college. But we've been making inroads in our, our school system, uh, focusing on a wholesale child's development. So when you look at wholesale child's development, what do you mean by that, Mr. Mayor? Um, making sure that there are activities um, that they can engage in after school um, and uh, have uh, extracurricular activities, but also have um, uh, learning centers that uh, we just put in the North Ward on the uh, called the Rise Center, okay. um, where we're having computers, um, having uh, mentorship programs for them, and having a safe haven for kids so that they'll have alternatives to, to uh, joining a gang. You know, I was talking to a lovely council woman uh, when we were down at the site earlier today, and she was telling me that some kids, they, they're homeless, literally live in a car and they go to school. They don't even have the foundation of clean clothes when they go, and they don't want to go because they feel bad and they feel ashamed of, of who they are. Yeah, in, in the Rice Center, we actually put uh, laundry services in there. So kids can come there. They can take a shower. Uh, they can wash their clothes. Um, they can sit down and uh, even play video games and uh, work on computers and, and kind of we even are offering cooking classes so that um, they can uh, get nutritional food um, and, uh, uh, again, do this holistic uh, educational process. And they can be kids. You know, that's what was so striking when I was, when I was speaking to the, to the councilwoman is you don't even get to be a kid. You live in your car or there, it's very dysfunctional at home. What kind of opportunity do you have? You don't have the opportunity to play video games and even go to school in clean clothes. So it's wonderful the things you're putting together. And it's not, in a country that has so much, it doesn't feel fair. Yeah, and the, and the earlier we can make an impact in a child's development is better for the community and, and, and especially their, their growth and uh, that they'll be able to have opportunities when they come of age. So when you have, we were talking a little bit about this off air. So I live in that typical suburban area. And the kids have everything that they want, and the kids have all the funding from the school. They have more money than you know what to do with. And then we come to the city of Trenton, and it doesn't feel the same way. Why is that? A lot of the, the, the people who live in the neighborhoods are economically challenged. We have 50% of our population is under the poverty line, um, which is too much. There's, there's gross unemployment. Um, but yet we still have kids that, that do rise to the level. We have kids getting into Ivy League schools despite their socioeconomic challenges. Um, Princeton University takes about 60 kids a year during their summer for, uh, um, for academic learning skills. And um, so we, we have some kids really rising uh, above the challenges. Uh, but so many more are lost and, and fall through the cracks. Is there enough funding that comes in from the 
from the state? I guess that's the part I was trying to understand. Is it because of the tax basis in some towns? Or is, is there, should there be additional funding coming into the state? What leads to that systemic issue? You know, over 50% of our property is tax exempt. It's owned by the government or God. The churches don't pay property taxes either. But um, we have federal courthouse. We, we're also the county seat. Mm -hmm. And um, so all of those government buildings do not pay uh, property taxes. And they also take up the most choice uh, land um, uh, along the waterfront. Um, and unfortunately, during the 50s and 60s, they built that Route 29 that cut, cut off Trenton's access to the waterfront, which is, you know, choice, Got it. marketable land. I mean, it makes for an easy ride in. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'll say that. Yeah. And out, unfortunately. Okay. Too many, too many uh, commuters come, about 20,000 state employees come in on a daily basis. Okay and um, trying to get them to slow down and, and enjoy some of the restaurants or, or downtown uh, landscape, uh, that's been a challenge as well. Okay. I mean, it's a beautiful area. When you look at the architecture, I mean, this building that we're in, I mean, if someone hasn't had the opportunity to be to, at City Hall in Trenton, it's spectacular. Mm. And this, is this a historic landmark? Yeah, this is from uh, 1911. And, um, we also have uh, uh, Frederick Olmsted's last park, who designed uh, Central Park, uh, okay. designed our Cadwaller Park, which is our crown jewel in our 60-plus park system. Yeah, it's really, uh, it's something else to see all the old architecture here and, and everything like that. How do you think we help people stimulate home, home ownership in the area? Well, um, trying to give them uh, uh, the leg up on on uh, on down payment on uh, on uh, financial literacy classes, uh, how to maintain a home, how to uh, make sure you're paying the bills. Uh, the city has grants that we're helping to restore some of these properties, uh, but we want to make sure that the 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 person that's going to purchase the property is going to it's going to be owner occupied and that they're going to make a commitment to to stay in the city and not just use it as an investment opportunity and then, uh, and then uh, rent it out uh, so that people never get ahead. We had chatted about that in the past. When you look at some of the grant money that can be available in Trenton, you look at the state grant money. I mean, if your parents do not currently own a home, you can qualify in your first time home buyer under a certain income threshold, you can qualify for up to a $22,000 interest-free grant in the state of New Jersey. And, and getting the word out to people that, hey, this is the type of opportunity you have. You can get into a house in this area literally for no money out of pocket. Yeah, and um, it, but it's a matter of making that connection and also uh, making sure that the, um, the prospective homeowners has that financial literacy so that they can maintain that home and, and be in there for the long run. Yeah, I, it, you can could, you could see that. And again, it always just starts with the education basis on it. And I know you have some great things going on at the town level or at the city level to try and help stimulate that. And whoever wants to help come in, doors open. Yeah. The doors open to try and help make everything better. Yeah, and we've, uh, in the last couple of years, we opened up about 60 new businesses. So that, that also is encouraging um, because a lot of, a lot of folks, um, uh, get economic value out of a new business, whether it's by offering jobs to local people, mm -hmm. um, but also um, paying taxes and 
and making sure that there's a viable business instead of an abandoned building. Sure. What kind of businesses, or what, I should better say, what are we trying to do to attract businesses in Trenton? Well, we've offered uh, incentive grants as well. We just had a 40-member engineering firm move into the city from Somerset County. That's great. Um, Princeton Hydro. And um, they really want to make the connection to the Trenton school system, offer internships and mentorships, mm -hmm. uh, but also really um, get invested into the city, uh, work with the water department, which has challenges, whether it's lead service line replacement mm -hmm. or, or just uh, making sure that uh, there's water quality um, uh, so that when we're offering a product, uh, people have confidence that it's uh, that it's going to be healthy and safe. That, uh, and safe. So if you were going to come to Trenton and look for business opportunity, what would somebody do? So if someone's out there watching this and they're like, you know, I have a new business and I want to look at the opportunity of putting it into Trenton, what would be their path of assistance on that? Who would they call? Well, they'd come to the Housing and Economic Development Office. We have, which is right in this building. Which is right in this building. And uh, they would talk to... Um, uh, one of the directors or, or one of the persons from real estate. Mm -hmm. We have a, a lot of abandoned properties that um, uh, that is affordable. There's a lot of uh, businesses that specifically look at Trenton um, for the affordability. If they, if they go out to the suburbs or to New York and Philadelphia, they seem to be priced out of the market. So if they're looking for a, a place to set up home, uh, they are attracted to a place like Trenton. And you're equidistant between Philadelphia and New York City from here. And we have four train lines. We have five uh, colleges and universities within 10 miles. Mm -hmm. uh, we have the Route 1 corridor. We have uh, a lot of pharma um, industry that's up the Route 1 corridor. So Trenton makes sense on a lot of levels. And um, it's a matter of making that connection and, and uh, uh, finding uh, the right uh, fit uh, 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 for for that business on the Route 1 corridor or that they want to be in close proximity to New York or Philadelphia. Trenton makes it, the world takes it. Yes. I mean, we were part of the Industrial Revolution, um, and unfortunately a lot of those uh, factories have been abandoned. Mm -hmm. But that also creates new opportunities for, for them as well. For industry to come in. Maybe there's even an opportunity to create apartment complexes out of those that are affordable, that people can go into to, to upgrade the, the areas. Yeah, we have a, a roving block of uh, seven uh, former industrial buildings. And um, we have developers who want to uh, turn them into housing, uh, but also to uh, late industry. Um, there's a proposal... Uh, to bring a brewery in, in Roebling Block 3, to bring in a pharma company. Um, so we're excited about the future of Trenton. Great. It's just making sure that um, we get the word out that mm -hmm. Trenton is a, uh, a place that is a good place to come and do business. Yeah, and it's easily accessible. You are saying before about 29, you, you drive right in here. I came from not 195, came in, no traffic, shot right into town. So what other things do we want to try to accomplish? I know we're looking at bringing business in and we're trying to help educate the kids to become tradespeople. You had mentioned there's five different colleges or universities within 10 miles of here. It's a great place for education. What other projects are we working on over the course of the next few years? Yeah, it was interesting during the demolition project, we had five students from Princeton University that came down. Okay. They want to see how they can uh, fit in 
uh, whether it's providing mentorship. We have uh, uh, musicians from Princeton University that teach violin to um, uh, our, our music students at the high school. Um, so there's, there's a lot of uh, partnerships that, that we've developed over the years that are working uh, in our favor. And um, a lot of the young people who are graduating from these colleges in close proximity are looking for that walkable uh, downtown landscape, mm -hmm. uh, a, an urban environment. And uh, uh, we're going to see a lot of market rate housing uh, blossom in the next couple of years, you can, which we're excited about. Yeah, you can see that. You can see as, as you move forward on the project that you're working on right now is Sanford Street. Sanford Street. On Sanford Street, you know, once the new developments go, go up, what's going to happen? Property values are going to go up. Yes. And it's going to be good for everybody. Absolutely, yeah. And I guess you just take one neighborhood at a time. And people make a difference. You know, when I was there today, seeing all, all the people that were there, they care. Yes. They yeah. care. And yeah. people really make the difference. In trying yeah, to and the word gets out fast. And um, there are a lot of people that are invested in, in change for the better. Mm -hmm. And um, they've been uh, coming to the city hall to have meetings and to make sure that uh, we are looking at, at urban blight and trying to uh, make some positive change that will really fit in the Trenton landscape, mm -hmm. make it affordable, uh, and, um, and at the same time still bring in uh, a middle class that, that will, will help make uh, improve things in the city. Sure. What do you think from the poverty? How do we continue to work people out of poverty in the area? Through education, but by offering um, incentives uh, for them to, to, to move up. And uh, I see uh, the, the city itself has, has hired a lot of, of people. We we've, we've have a prisoner reentry program okay. where we've uh, hired about 100 seasonal workers. And, um, and in, in many cases, they've advanced... Uh, whether it's the water department or the recreation department or uh, sanitation, um, uh, we see a lot of uh, people moving uh, into higher economic opportunities. That's wonderful. And you give people an opportunity. You know, they, but no one else will help, candidly. Yes, yes. So no one else will want to help them, and you're coming in with open arms. How do we help? How do we rehabilitate? How do we make people better, which in turn makes everything else better? Yeah. We had a, uh, when I first started, there was a prohibition on hiring anyone who um, was convicted of a crime for seven years, they couldn't uh, get a job in the city. And that was unrealistic because then uh, if the city doesn't offer opportunities to, to many of these um, uh, former felons, uh, no one will. And uh, they're, they're able to advance. So um, we, we wiped out the seven year prohibition. And in a lot of, a lot of instances, um, it's really made the difference between somebody going back into a, uh, into a, a life of crime or, or trying to um, be on the street. That's fantastic. Now. And you know what? It would make all the difference. Because if you come out of, if you've been unfortunate and you haven't had a lot of opportunity and you choose a path of crime, not that obviously everyone does, but it happens. And you get out if the ceilings, ceil, excuse me, if the city is willing to embrace everybody, let's rehab you. Let's get you moving in the right direction. Good things happen. And it, it's rewarding when I uh, often see them on on their job, and they they thank me for 
for uh, giving them an opportunity to, to find some work that, that they could start uh, helping to support their own family and their own circumstances. So 85% of Trenton is black or Hispanic, correct? Mm -hmm. Right around yes. there. And you see the, the high crime rates, people going to jail, some of the people will go to jail, commit crimes, obviously. It feels like, at times, they're forgotten people in this country. You're in a country, again, that has so much, they feel forgotten. Yeah, I, I, that, that was not missed on me even visiting with a lot of people that um, uh, they just gave up on life because they didn't have any opportunity and that they're still citizens of the city. So a lot of, a lot of instances we're stepping up and, and embracing them and, and helping them to get back uh, on a life track that, that they have confidence that, that you know, they'll be able to make a living and, and not have to go back to the environment that they grew up in. Yeah, people love to stereotype or stigmatize versus putting their hand out and trying to help. Yeah. And unfortunately, we see a lot of that in, in any city. You see a lot of it in this country. And people do make the difference. People make the difference. And whatever you can do to try to help, we should be willing to do that and try to help people grow and become better. Uh, and the benefits that you reap from that personally are fantastic. What more, what more important thing could you do than help another human being? I love what you're doing, and I love that you've dedicated your life to, to helping people. You've been working since 1996 <laughs> in, the, in public service to try to help people. What motivated you to go into that line of work, Mr. Mayor? Um, I, I think I was always interested in, in politics and government. Um, uh, my parents were active on a local level and um, uh, when I went to uh, school uh, I majored in politics and and then it just kind of got into the natural uh, progression. Uh, I often joke that um, I'm untrainable so there's not much more <laughs> I could uh, do than this and I really enjoyed it. I, I, I was in the legislature for 22 years mm -hmm. and um, represented the capital district which included Trenton and Princeton which are some of the most well-off people and the, some of the most neediest people. Um, but being able to bridge that gap and using my connections in Princeton uh, to try to, uh, people are always willing to come in and, and lend a hand. Um, we have a restaurant that in, is in Princeton that uh, has chosen to move to Trenton and, and make a mark on the uh, economic landscape downtown. That's fantastic. And it's, you know, people need to pay attention, you know, because to your point, you can go into some of the connections that you have over in Princeton and people want to help. It's like they don't know that they need to help because we go about our days, day to day, we have the blinders on. People are so focused on them and what they have going on. Pay attention to what's going around on around you and jump in to try to help. If we get the word out there, people will come. But you have to give the word. Yeah. And um, we've had some uh, groups that uh, are involved in computers to come down into Trenton and, and offer some mentorships. And, and uh, it's really made a difference in, in a lot of kids' lives. It's great. And time is the big commodity. Come spend the time with the kids, try to help them. If you're a tradesperson out there right now, we have some great programs in Trenton 
where you can help these kids, you can get them into an apprenticeship type of program. Let's teach them a trade. Let's help them build, grow, own property in their area, and you know, develop everything. When you are done with your public service, what do you want to be remembered for? Well, I, I have a couple of years left. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. When you're done in but, 25 years. Oh, I don't know about that. But um, uh, changing the landscape, of, uh, especially making a difference uh, in the most economic challenged neighborhoods, that's, that's really rewarding. And uh, to see somebody to um, be able to walk in a home for the first time and they they're like, wow, I own this now. Yeah. Um, that's, that's really rewarding. Or, or being able to get uh, work with uh, somebody's child and make sure that they get in the right program that, that will lead them in the right direction. Uh, that's also uh, extremely rewarding. And just being able to bring in economic development that um, uh, from people who otherwise would not want to invest in the city, mm -hmm. um, making that connection and making sure that it, that it is the right thing to do for them, uh, that they'll benefit, but also more importantly, the city will be that much better off for it. Uh, I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you inviting us today to the, the rebuild and the site that we were at on Sanford Street. The people that work here, I've had the opportunity to be here a couple of times. The people are wonderful. From front desk people, from people like Janet, the front desk people, the other people that work here. I mean, everybody cares. You know, the other thing that's really interesting to me, when I walk in and out of City Hall, everyone says good morning. Everyone tells you to have a great day. And if I were to do that in some other areas that I'm familiar with that are, let's consider them the more fortunate areas, it's not like that. People just walk right by you. They get out of my way. They're in a hurry to go somewhere. And it's, it's noticeable here. Uh, this town is a fantastic town. I appreciate you, appreciate all your people, what you're trying to do to help people. And I think if there's people out there that are watching or the people that are watching out there, jump in, help. Mr. Mayor, thank you so much for taking the time with us today. I really appreciate you and everything that you're doing. Pleasure is all mine. Thanks, Thanks so much, Greg. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Your Mortgage Process, hosted by Greg Wareham, produced by Greg Wareham and Nick Pavise at The Social Rift, and executively produced by The Social Rift. Thank you again for tuning in, and we look forward to catching up with you next week.